0: I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z's Sleep Podcast, where I'm committed to creating happy, healthy, and well-rested families. Now, here on the Little Z's Podcast, we get deep into sleep, we get deep into parenting, and motherhood and today y'all we have never shared this topic before we are talking about our friendships in motherhood which are so incredibly important it's not just me sharing that these relationships are important we have the friendship expert the friendship coach Danielle Bayer-Jackson, and I am so happy she's joining me. She is the founder, the creator of Friend Forward, which is a phenomenal resource for women to come to learn how to be better friends, but also to attend these virtual meetups and connect in a time and a year where it's just not possible. So Danielle is walking with me to answer your questions, to dive deeper into the excuses that we put and that we place on ourselves behind why we don't have friends, how we can create richer, truer friendships, even during the COVID year, and and getting really, really um, deep into why these friendships matter so much. um, And sometimes how we put these excuses on ourselves. So without getting any more teaser, we're going to just jump right in with my conversation with Danielle. Hey. Hello. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you too. How are you? Good. I love this because I'm like, I already know you. (laughs) And I'm like, we go way back. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like this. I'm so excited to talk about this. Um, And I'm just kind of jumping into like what I want to talk about because I love in our podcast. I mean, my mission and what we want to do is help create happy, healthy, well-rested families And that has everything to do with your relationships. And I know you hear this all the time, but like I'm reading these like people's responses. and like, this is so sad. What a sad world. Like it's just breaks my heart.
1: I know, I know. I think people get so excited about like friendship episodes on their favorite podcast because there really isn't a space to talk about it. Or if we are, we're not really talking about like the nuance. We're just like mom friends. Yeah, you know, but we're not like, like unpacking that. So I think they get excited at any opportunity to finally be like, okay, let's, let's have this conversation.
0: Yeah. No, I was listening to your first episode of your new season this morning and it was like, yes, where you were talking about like, yeah, you can Google sleep and be like, wow, look at all these resources. Or how do I start a business? Look at all these resources. How do I be a better friend? Crickets, right? (laughs) (laughs) Which is so sad. I know it is so sad. And, um, I know you, you joke about this all the time where people tell you like, um, Yeah. I didn't know friendship coaching was a thing. And I still get that too, about like sleep coaching. Like I didn't know that was a thing. I'm like, well, yeah, it's a good time to be alive. Like (laughs) we get help. That's nice. (laughs) Good answer. (laughs) I think that it's just so true. Like, um, I'm probably just jumping right into everything, but one of the things that my girlfriends and I talk about is like, my mom doesn't have any friends. Their Mm. moms don't have any friends. Wow. Growing up. It was just like, like, they, my mom was corporate mom and like, didn't have anything outside of like corporate and church, but like, didn't have any friends. And I have no memories of like going to hang out with my parents, friends and their kids. And like, that's what I want for my family. Right. So I don't know if it's like just a generational thing. I don't know, but it definitely is. It's just so sad. It's so sad. And it's, I'm so glad that you exist in your realm of friendship coaching, because it's obviously so needed. You hear that all the time. I know, but such a need.
1: You even saying that gives me goosebumps because I wonder how many of us have stopped to even think like, God, do I have memories of my mom and her friends? Like even you making that connection and thinking like, Oh my God, am, am I unknowingly repeating the same thing? Or or why was that? What you know was my mom t- like why was my mom just like 100% mom and never saw friendship as you know a priority? Or maybe you know she saw friendship as so many of us see friendship as like a luxury, like we'll get to it if we have the time. And, you know, maybe we'll talk about that, but like, that's our first issue as moms is we're doing all the things and we reserve friendship for the margins of our lives. But it needs to be like, we need to totally reframe where we position it in the hierarchy of our priorities.
0: Yes. Yes. And I think, uh, th- I'm just using all of this for the podcast because, <laughs> um, because as, as tired moms and that's like the badge of honors, like, well, I'm just so mm. tired. I don't have time for that. And it's like, no, no ma'am. And like your viral video, like I told, actually was telling that to my husband, like he's my business partner in this, we were talking about it. I was like, yeah. And her video went viral and it was talking about this. And he was like, well, what do you think about that? Cause I could tell he was like, well, great. <laughs> like I don't mean anything. And I was like, no, 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 no. I think, it could be different per person. Like he is my best friend. And my mom never had that. And her husband, like Chad is my best friend, but he's not where I get all my satisfaction and friendship from. Right. So there's differences. And he knows that too. Like tonight he's going to hang out with his guy friends. So we know like, you've got to have that difference, but it is like finding those spaces when you're tired. Yeah. It doesn't exist because it's the whole like hierarchy of needs. Like you've got to get sleep before you move on to the next concept. <laughs> yeah. 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 Totally. I never thought about that, but yeah. Like that's yes. Yeah. <laughs> we got really deep, really fast. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. Dewey starts. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's recordings. So I may as well. I want you to tell us a little bit about you, your, I love, oh my gosh, Elijah's so cute. <laughs> I think his picture day today, but He's So cute. I can just like pinch his cheeks through the screen. But tell tell us a little bit about your background as yeah, mom, wife, entrepreneur, all the things. Yeah. So
1: I am a publicist by day and a friendship coach by night. And and uh people when they discover I'm a friendship coach, they'll say things like, oh, that's cute. And I'm just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, and, and I fell into this. This is not one of those things where when you're in high school and you take the little test that tells you all the things you should be when you grow up, that's certainly not an option on that paper. So, so it's, it's not a thing I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised by people being taken aback. I get it. <clears throat> but these days, as you know, you know, sleep coach, you can get support in anything. And so why not in the area that is so, important to all the other areas of our lives, how I thrive in my job is going to be directly connected to my social network and in the friends that I have and the support group I have, how I thrive in my marriage is probably going to be connected to how connected I feel to other women. Do I have a support system? And so um, I know it's new to people, but the concept of having somebody support you and your platonic relationships with other women. I'm glad that we're having more of a dialogue and people are kind of like lifting their eyebrows, like, wait, what? And so um, it's really cool to operate in an area where women are trusting me with um, some very personal topics that maybe they don't feel comfortable sharing with a husband or somebody else. So um, it's been a really cool ride so far. And um, I just look forward to all, all that's in store as more people learn that this is a thing.
0: Yes. Yes. And that's like, that's our tagline is like sleep is a thing. Did you know that? Like, because we just don't believe it sometimes. And then especially with, um, being alive in 2021, like we, we can have help with these things. You don't have to struggle. And I just did a story the other day about like, Hey, did you know, you don't have to hit rock bottom before you're like, I think I should change my life. Unfortunately, every phone call that I do is only because this family is like Struggling. And I just have that weird job where it's like, I'm so glad we get to connect. Oh, so you're suffering, right? Like, it's just this weird, like, space that I'm in. But this podcast, I love to be able to support all the different, you know, aspects of like somebody who's just trying to make sleep a thing, or as we say, like, you're trying to keep sleep a thing, but just the maintenance. But when you're tired, there's, really no way. Like you've got to kind of meet those like baseline needs of like, let's eat, let's sleep. Okay. Now let's have relationships, right? Like we, we kind of forget that. And we skip over some of our basic needs before we like can jump up, but why, I just want to kind of jump in. Like, why do you think it is so hard for moms to make friends?
1: You know, this for a couple of reasons, but the first primary reason I believe is like a mindset thing. And there are some logistical issues, um, but it's a mindset. And as a mom, especially if you have little ones, to your point, we are trying to do all the things. And so um, we tend to reserve friendship for the margins of our lives. Meaning if we have time left over, then okay, then I'll go to brunch with Sarah or then I'll pick, or we see it as, I don't have time to hang on the phone all day. Okay, I'm exhausted. My kid didn't sleep last night up to... And so that attitude of if I can get to it, then I will is the first problem toward, um, feeling connected and having thriving friendships. So, first we have to see it as a priority. You know, not to be dramatic, but you know, there's research that's showing it literally does impact our emotions, which most of us already know, our physical bodies, our health, our mental health to not have people we feel supported by in our lives, you know, our friends. And so um so I think we need to stop seeing it as an extra thing we'll do when we get to it. Um another reason I think it's so hard for moms specifically is because I like to reference, um, it's called like a, uh, the three pieces of friend intimacy. And this is by friendship expert Shasta Nelson. And I refer to her often because she's like a queen. And, um, the idea is like, if you could almost picture a triangle and those three sides, and she argues that each thriving friendship needs three, these three components equally consistency, vulnerability, And positivity. And if one is missing or if they're lacking in some kind of ratio, then you're going to feel like something's off. And so for moms, I feel like the role of being a mom directly impacts all three of those. If we don't get it in check, so one consistency, meaning you see your friends often, like repeated exposure, that's a part of feeling close. I see you. Well, we're juggling, I'm trying to feed my kid. I'm tired. I want to veg. I want to sleep. And so we don't put forth the extra energy, quote unquote, to, to call in and be like, girl, are you good? Or, Hey, you know what? Friday night, me and you, let's just take an hour. You want to meet up at the coffee shop around the corner? So we don't, fulfill that sometimes, the consistency part, because one, we don't have time, quote unquote, and also because our life is unpredictable as moms. So in terms of consistency and repeatedly showing up and putting that brunch on the calendar once a month, we feel like, well, I don't know what's going to happen next month. My kid could be sick. We could be going through all of the things. I could be tired because he didn't sleep. So that affects that consistency piece. The other side is the vulnerability piece. Now, sometimes we we do well there, but that means showing up or making myself, you know, open and putting myself out there, taking Risk. We can have meaningful conversations. Um, So we have to be intentional about that. And then finally, positivity. So let's say that I do see you often, the consistency element. Let's say that we are vulnerable when we do see each other often, but there's no positivity. We're constantly complaining, or I'm like emotionally dumping on you and then I and then I leave. Or, you know, and sometimes as moms, again, I mean, everyone's different and each season of motherhood is different. But if I'm in a space where I am, tired and resentful because my husband did not wake up with the baby last night and he said he would or just whatever it is. I feel overwhelmed, I'm burned out and I don't have anybody to express this to. I'm home all day. It can impact that. So we have to be especially mindful as mothers of okay, I'm intentionally going to be consistent with my girls. I'm going to make sure I I am vulnerable and ask for help when I need it and I'm going to try to be, you know, positive. None of that pos uh, you know, toxic positivity we talk about, but you know, uh, uplifting and encouraging for her. And I'm going to allow myself to be encouraged. So if we're willing to be intentional about those three things, then we'll see the impact in our friendships.
0: Oh my gosh. That was really hard for me not to be like, yes. uh Uh-huh. Yes. uh Like I wanted to like, I wanted you to keep talking. I was like, ah, be quiet. Becca. I was like nodding very excitedly over here, but I definitely like, I was trying to play devil's advocate for the people out there, especially because like, well, well, that's just it. Cause I can't be consistent because of COVID can't be consistent. And I, (laughs) I don't think that is an excuse. Um, just like I would equate that. And this is not at all on the same level. So people please hear me. I'm not equating COVID to teething, but that's basically the same as you being like, well, you know what? I'm just going to sleep terribly until 12 years old. Cause my child's going to gain a loose teeth till they're 12. So I'm just going to be a tired mom. No, you're not. No, you're not. So you can't like, I remember, um, maybe it'll be a, like whatever mid-March it was last year. <clears throat> I remember being like, oh my gosh, people say this is going to be like this till Christmas. Isn't this crazy? <laughs> so naive. But, you know, I, we, we actually did like, um, zoom dates with our friends. Like, uh, we have three couple friends. I'm like, we would pop up and like, just do a zoom with them or things like that. And yeah, I really missed that. Like in person but I, it didn't take away from that. And so I would love for you to speak into a little bit of that excuse of like, well, it's COVID. So can't have friends cause it's COVID. Right.
1: Yeah, no, that's such a great point because I have noticed that, you know, when I do give suggestions or if I'm like, well, you know, let's try these three things, if your response is, well, you know, COVID, so I can't do that. No, instead, we need to see it as like, this is going to be that time when we learn how to do things differently we're learning how to work differently we're learning how to parent differently as a lot of us struggle to balance e-learning with our jobs we're relearning a lot of things and some of the best you know innovation it comes out of times like these so if you were used to seeing your friends who are also your coworkers in the office and that setting's been removed a lot of us are struggling because we don't have any practice in a new arena. I don't know what it's like to talk to you outside of work. I don't, I don't know what this feels like and that's okay. But as soon as we stop there and say, no, well, I I mean, I can't do all the things I used to do. So I guess I can't sustain my friendships. That would be false. And so we have to say, gosh, we can't do what we used to do. Okay. Well, 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 what's your jam now? Are you a phone person? You want to do like Netflix days where like we both are like, oh, this movie looks really good. Yeah. I think mean, it comes out on Friday on Netflix. Okay. Let's both watch it. And then let's hop on the phone at eight. It? and what do we think do we love it do we hate it so we have to be willing to try new things with our friends instead of thinking well we can't do it like we used to so i guess we can't do it
0: yes i love that idea and um i'm all about like the action taking steps and i think as moms <clears throat> we're pretty we're really easy to layer on the excuses for whatever reason right so like i can think of in our own like oh, I, I just can't get rest because of teething or because yeah, my husband's got us, he, he's got to work the next day. He's got a really big, important meeting. You do too, probably. But you know, I'm just going to take the brunt of it because I can like you fall on your own sword. And I think that's like, that's what we do as moms every day. Is like, you're trying to shield your kid from things or like help them. But then all of a sudden you're like, not helping yourself at all in this. And, uh, and I was opening up to you before that, like, m- this was not modeled to me growing up. Like f- female friendships was not something that was modeled or shown or like experienced even for me, like through my parents, they don't have friends. And that sounds really sad to say, but like, they don't, and they would be open. They would be the first people to tell you like, yeah, we don't have friends. And my mom is constantly telling me like, I'm so glad you have friends. <laughs> and I didn't understand that at first, but now as a mom, I'm like, yeah, I'm so glad I have friends. Right. And I want to model that for our girls and like what that means. And so from someone who's coming from a background, cause we carry that baggage from like our parenting our the way we experience that parent child relationship into our now like parent child relationship, being a mom, how do we deal with that baggage of like, ah, I was not seeing this model very well. So I guess I just can't have friends. I don't know how to be a friend. Like, how do we deal with that? It's probably a very big topic, but
1: yeah, no, that's so interesting because like I was saying, I don't, I wonder how many of us have paused to even think about that. Like, gosh, did I, did I see my mom with friends? Did she have friends? If she didn't, why were we, her life as her children. And so, gosh, I'm kind of, you know, a little ill-equipped to get out there and make friends and put myself out there. And, and what do I do if I do make a friend, but then it gets awkward. She said something that was kind of weird. I don't even know how to, you know, meaningfully navigate a conflict with a friend. Do I just ghost her? Does that mean we're not friends anymore? Because it got really weird that other day, you know? And so we don't, to your point, we don't have models for how to do this, how to get it started, how to keep it going. And so, um, but I think the, 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 good thing is once we do realize that and say, gosh, I don't have a model. Okay. I got to get this right. I got to put myself out there. You know, if it's reassuring to anyone listening, you know, there is no one way to do it. You know, I know it's tricky to make friends as a mom during COVID, like when you add that there, it's like, okay, when am I supposed to have the time? But, you know, a couple of tips I'd like to, you know, give are one, a lot of us are online a lot. And so the first thing I would say is to, you know, search for different interest groups. One popular one is meetup.com. And I recently made a TikTok, you know, about how people like, oh, interest groups, wow, revolutionary. And I'm like, but we've got to take advantage of the fact that if somebody's in that group, they have said, I'm here to make friends too. So automatically removes any kind of hesitation around, oh, I put myself out there, you know, I'm fearing rejection. They all elected to be there too. So you can take that off the table of like, what if I look clingy? What if I look desperate? They're eager for you to reach out. So that'd be the first thing. The second thing is, you know, um, a lot of these meetings that we're in for work and things like that, you know, train your eyes to see opportunities to connect. So let's say, you know, um, Sarah asked a really great, uh, great question during the meeting. You message her after and say, oh, thank you for asking that question today. Because honestly, I was thinking it too, but I was like, oh, I don't know if anybody else is. So like, thanks for being the bold one, haha. And it just gets something going. I, you know, I, I often emphasize that, one way to start making friends is to take people from a group setting. And then it's about that quiet, distraction-free space, whether it's in the DMs or whether it's, you know, in an email and taking her away from noisy social media, but where can you be one-on-one? Um And when I give that, you know, tip people often laugh and they're like, it makes me sound like a creeper, like, get <laughs> her alone. And I'm like, yes, get her alone, you know, but that's when people tend to open up and they can relax and be themselves. And you don't have that dynamic of the group setting and you're trying to be heard, you know, so how can you, get people one-on-one um as busy moms i know it's sometimes to keep up with phone calls and things like that so you know some apps that i like are boxer some people use that, some don't, but, you know, I'm one of the people who, you know, texting just feels like just, ah, uh, you're slowing me down, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. And so I like Voxer because I can give a quick voice note and you can answer whenever you get a second. And maybe you've got the baby on your hip as you're giving me a little voice message. Um, I know other women like uh, things like Marco Polo is one where it's just videos back and forth. So it's just a quick like, hey, oh, here's the kids. Oh, ha ha. Isn't this crazy? Look, he spit up on my shirt. Isn't that adorable? You know, like, but it's just whenever you have time as a mom, and sometimes we do have to get it in whenever we can, and those apps can allow us to do that. Um, and so there are opportunities to to connect, to make friends. Um, and the final tip I'll give, because there are several uh, available in my ebook. Uh huh. <laughs> but you know, but uh, but the final one I'll share is, um, you know, going deep with what you already have. We make the mistake of using meeting new people with making new friends and the two are not the same. You can make friends out of associates you already have, but you're overlooking as like, oh, well, she's, she's too like girly or she's too nerdy or she's not nerdy enough. Or we dismiss people as like, nah, doesn't have friend potential. And um, I think we have to open our minds to like that fantasy of the woman you meet and she's just amazing and you're amazing and she totally gets your humor and it's like are we best friends now like that would be great but sometimes it happens over time and or because life takes us in different seasons and now we can relate to each other a little better we have a rhythm and I didn't notice that about you before okay Mm -hmm. and so you know keeping your eyes open to people you already know but have dismissed as not having friend potential so As moms, I know it's like, oh, another thing I have to make time for, but yeah, you do for your, your mental health and for your physical health. um, We do have to prioritize friendships and there are ways that we can um, tangibly make that happen.
0: Yeah. And I think too, like it's different than saying this is my nap schedule to a tea every single day. You're not going to have that same time where you're like, this is my friend time every single day. Like it doesn't work like that. Um, and we know that, but I think sometimes we put that pressure on ourselves. Like, well, because I can't carve out two hours to go have drinks or go have dinner because the restaurants close. Like I just can't do that. And to your point about like be- becoming uh creative, that's what everybody in the world is doing right now. Yet. Sometimes we're like, well, you know, can't have friends because of COVID I'm like, well, if we said that about the restaurant down the street, they'd be out of business, but instead they adapt it. They're doing, you know, takeout cocktails. Did you know you could do that and deliver it to your friend? You know, like there's like different stuff. It's like, sometimes we just don't put ourselves in like these different areas where we're like, Oh, I see this, but like, I didn't know I could apply it to myself. And even as you were saying, like, um, we expect to find that perfect person. Like, oh, you just get me. Right. Um, when I met Chad, he was not, he was great, <laughs> but he wasn't like, Perfect. Right. Like I knew he was like, I knew it was like, uh, yeah, I really, I'm crushing on him. Right. But like, we were looking back at pictures of the day and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so glad I gave you new clothes. I'm so glad you got a haircut. I'm so glad, like, right. I didn't expect to like meet. And we don't expect, we preach that don't, don't meet your Prince Charming. That's not real. But yet it's like, we're expecting that in a friend. Yes, I actually say that
1: all the time. Of uh, you know, it's sometimes it's like if we put things in a romantic context, we're like, well, yeah, of course. And then I'm like, okay, now flip that to a friend. We're like, oh god, no, does not compute. <laughs> you know, does not compute. And so, like, if we go on a first date with a guy, it's it's like ah, uh, you know, you come back and tell your roommate or your friend, like, I mean, he was nice, but I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then she'll probably advise us, we'll give him a second chance, like go on a second date, and you will. You're like, yeah, yeah, okay. But with friends, we'll meet her for the first time or chatter up after that yoga class and and then I don't know the rhythms off or we're just not like instantly clicky and I'm like oh I don't know I tried talking to her but I don't know I didn't like her vibe
0: yeah yeah. (laughs) no more chances I said that once too and I'm like oh god like someone's definitely said that about me before right because we are so moody like of course you're gonna catch me and like I had to take a personality test the other day and it was like um it said it perfectly. It was like a Bob Dylan quote that was like, I wake up in the morning and I'm one person in the afternoon. I'm a totally different person. I'm like, yes, the people that meet me at certain times of day are like, who are you? Like, you're not the same person I met. And that's so awful that then we're like projecting that onto somebody else to be like, you should be the perfect friend. I'm not ready to be the perfect friend, but like, you should be the perfect friend.
1: Oh my God. So freaking true. And that's another one too. I'm like, okay, well, well, what are you looking for right now? Like we will do that again. We'll get clear on what we're looking for when we're like hunting for like a romantic partner, but with our friendships, like, have you ever stopped to be like, okay, what, what actually do I have the capacity for right now? Like if you're burnt out and very tense and very, are you looking for somebody who will listen to you and you can call and I just need somebody to talk to you. Like, I need to talk out my problems. Okay, cool. But are you also in a space where somebody can call you at 10 at night and be like, I just need somebody to listen. And you're like, okay, I got it. Let's do it. Do you have the emotional capacity? Do you have the time? So think about what do you want right now? What's most important right now for you? And, you know, right now I'm hearing a lot of women say, you know, during COVID, I actually don't have the capacity to try to maintain 10, friendship. I just don't, I'm tired. I'm burned out. I'm, I'm stressed about the virus. I, I, I get nervous about, you know, meeting with my family and, and I've got all the things going on and I don't have time to be trying to maintain like 10 friendships. And I've just noticed that I have like just two friends. And, I, and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's totally normal. And, you know, I recently heard somebody speaking to how, you know, we don't give enough credit to the fact that we are going through like a collective sustained trauma like having to calculate going to the grocery store and okay should i go okay but if i do and then if we're in the aisle shopping we're like oh my god she's coming down the aisle if she gets too close is she gonna sneeze like that's not normal to constantly measuring how close we can get, if I'll get sick, if I make this wrong move. So I say that to say, yeah, we're all mentally tired and stressed and coping. If you notice that you only have energy to pour into two people right now, that's totally fine. I often notice that with extroverts, we tend to... Um, think that our our quality of life, our happiness is like, you know, uh, it's connected to how many people are in our lives. Because we like to go to the party, we work the room, we chat everybody up, we're like, hey, but we run the risk of leaving that party feeling less connected than the introvert who sat in the corner and had a meaningful conversation with two people for 40 minutes and left feeling like, man, I was seen, I was heard, we had some laughs, but they went deep and you're trying to go wide. So if you're like, man, what happened to my life? Because I had like ten people. I was rotating as friends. and now it's only two. Okay, great. Wow. that's a really great position for you to be in to pour in a little more meaningfully to two people as opposed to trying to go wide with like fifteen people because you want to have hashtag squad goals
0: like <laughs> right. Yeah, it's so true. And i I've never been like this actually might surprise people like I'm not an extrovert. i I'm like more of an introvert. i because I don't get energized by being in big groups of people. like, it, when I, if there were 20 more people here right now, I would just kind of be like sitting here, like listening and then like kind of waiting to connect with somebody. Like I would be thriving on like, Oh my gosh, Sarah, I heard you say it. like, that would be me. I feel like I love that. So I'm much more of like a smaller group person. Like that's, that's me in the corner talking to two people like in depth about like meaningful stuff. But I definitely think that, uh, yeah, this, this past year, um, we've talked about it in, um, the terms of our church, like, because we haven't seen people and it's going to be like, you're going to come back and we all have this, like, we're going to have to like reconcile a lot of stuff that happened over the last year, which also goes into some of the things that people were saying on Instagram. There are two things that I wanted to just chat about real quick. One was they're like, I'm struggling to make friends because like I realized, and this could be pre COVID or during COVID or whatever. I realized that they have totally different parenting values than I do. How do you connect yes. then?
1: Yes. So, okay. When it comes to the issue of, of, values. So we actually did a whole podcast episode on this. Now, the the details we were talking about were a little different, but the high-level concepts are the same. I've been being asked this question recently because of all that's emerged, you know, like since last summer, we're reconciling with, you know, you know, uh, racial unrest and you're starting to discover your friends think something that you're like, are you, wait, are you kidding? <laughs> or, you know, with COVID itself and in our boundaries in terms of health measures and thinking, wait, you're okay with that? We're not. So we're starting to see a lot of things and look at our friends different so that's been like a high um that that particular request has kind of surged um so with regard to parenting you know the label is different but the concept's the same I think it's a matter of two things so if you're like can I be this girl's friend because she definitely gave him pop rocks at like two years old and I don't think that's okay <laughs> and so how could she like do that like we're totally different people so I always say you know it's a matter of two things The first is boundaries. So, is her different lifestyle choice or parenting choice something that you feel like threatens? your boundaries? Or is it just irritating? Or is it like, oh my God, kind of obnoxious? Because those are two different things. If you have certain boundaries that you've erected for your mental health, for your physical health, for the health of your home, and this person's parenting style or what she does when she's with the kids and you're doing play dates is threatening to those boundaries, then sure. I think it warrants a conversation uh, first before we like ghost um, and not one of judging her parenting. But I often say, if you are going to have a hard conversation, you want to focus on the impact as opposed to like the person. So maybe saying like, okay, girl, when you, when you shout at Johnny like that, you know, I'm, I'm noticing that he gets really like tense or am I just or I, I noticed that when they're shouting in house, you know, my little one gets really tense. Like, you know, so so talking about impact as opposed to like I can't believe you're yelling at him. Like why are you getting so upset? Why are you blah? blah. So you know, first is it something that can be contained with boundaries? Is it something that you know when you say, you know, um hey, can we not talk about this particular thing? Or, hey, okay, so let's just not do this. We can do all these things in our play dates, but I really don't want to do those two things. Can it be contained? Have you ever explored that option? Because if it is something that you guys can contain or t- just take off the table and everybody agrees, then you're fine. Um, the sec- So that's the first thing to consider is are my boundaries being threatened? Is this something that we can contain and keep it moving and still be thriving? Uh, the second thing is, is it a matter of identity? Like, Do you feel like who you are is being threatened by this person. So this mostly applies to like when we notice we have different, you know, politics or or whatever views like that. And we're like, okay, the fact that you believe in that, I feel like I can't even be me. Is the parenting issue the value something that you feel like threatens you? So for example, are are they teaching their kids something that you're like, uh, okay, so that ideology is going to be threatening to me, to my little one, to my, you know, we don't even feel safe here if you're gonna teach your kid that or or not teach your kid these things. So think about is it something that can be contained with boundaries? Um, is it something that's a threat to who you are? Sometimes that's a non-negotiable. Like we can't even go further if that's something you teach your kids, but we can be civil, we can do group play dates, but I don't think it's something where you know we can get really close on. Um, and just kind of ask yourself those questions. And the last thing I'll say there is before you say whoa we have different values. This isn't going to work. Have you addressed it first? And I know there are women listening who just broke out in a sweat right now. And you're like, I'm not having confrontation with my friends. But I just say all the time, I think too many female friendships in prematurely because we are not going to talk about it. So I'd rather just keep pretending while I have growing resentment in the background and complain about you to all of my friends or I'm going to slowly distance myself from you and you're always going to wonder what happened and I'm never going to tell you and I'm going to keep on moving. I'm sure that's happened to me. I'm sure this happened to a lot of us. You said something and instead of the person telling you, they just like, left and stop returning calls. So I always say, like, give it a chance to be reconciled uh, through a conversation first. Maybe she didn't even realize um, before you just ghost. Uh, But if you are noticing that different parenting values is something that has you feeling kind of separate. I mean, you don't have to agree on everything. See if it can be contained. See if it's a threat to who you are. And if not, try to find ways to salvage the friendship despite those those different parenting uh, styles.
0: Yes, I love those takeaways because that's you got to think about that like is it threatening or is it just annoying, <laughs> right? Because um I think sometimes we get too comfortable in like what we want around us that we're like, well that's annoying, so I don't want to be around that. Well, yeah, but like what if they are actually a good friend? There's just an annoying quality about them, right? Like what if she is the only one who is texting you back and, but also not texting you back, but is like reaching out to you. None of the other friends are reaching out to you, but this girl's reaching out to you. There's something kind of annoying, but you're like, you know what? You're, you're walking the two-way street and I appreciate that, right? Like too many friendships I've seen just been like, I, I would like you to be more of a friend, but you are definitely more of a friend, but you know what? I'm just going to work with it again. Cause I don't expect perfection. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, this was so helpful to kind of unpack together. And I, I appreciate you being here. And I like, I could just talk about this for a long time, but I'm obviously going to keep our time limited here. Um, but I, I want you to tell us about, um, friend forward and what that's all about.
1: Yeah. So, um, I was just coaching initially. And then I noticed that women wanted more, you know, we have the podcast friend forward to listen to, and then they want to like get plugged in. And so I was like, well, you know, I talk a lot about like getting plugged in finding your people, but I don't have anything I'm offering for them to do it. I'm just like, go get out there sport, go, you got this. And so um we actually developed an app. And so, you know, you can get it on, you know, Apple or uh, Google play, but it's an exclusive membership. And so it's $19 a month and I'm in the group. So women have personally like slid in my DMs on the group. And we're talking back and forth about an, issue. Uh, We have virtual events every week. So we have had mixology lessons, cooking lessons, uh, movie nights, virtual yoga. Like, so it takes out all that whole, like, Oh, I'm going to do something, but I'm not sure what, or, Oh, let me search for different groups. It's all right there. Um, you have other women, like I said, you know, to my point before about knowing you're in a space with women who want to be intentional about friendships. So we have about over 50 members and they're all very intentional. Like I'm here because I want to learn how to make uh, you know, friends, how to keep better friendships. I want to meet new people. Um, and it's funny because, you know, I, I'm big into experimenting and just doing something new. And I was like, well, let's create this app. Let's just see how it goes. And so I was like, this will be the first app to like teach women. Like it will teach you how to create friendships, how to have a hard conversation and I'll like create modules in every week. Like I drop this 12 minute video with these steps and this homework. It's going to be amazing. And so we launched it and I noticed like they do not care about the lessons. They're there for the event. <laughs> I'm like, okay, doesn't hurt my feelings at all. The women are there. We want to be connected and, and shared experiences help us feel connected. I mean, in a marriage, and a friendship, you know, think about it. You do something new for the first time with your husband. You guys go somewhere new. It's exciting. And so to share an experience or to have discovery with another person helps me feel close to you. And this is fun to do this together. And so that's the goal of the, the virtual events. Um, It's not just to have a good time, but it's serving as a social dr- uh, backdrop upon which you can apply all the things we just talked about in the module. So now it's like, get out there on the training field and, and do what you just said you're going to do. Um, so that's, you know, it's an app and we have the podcast friend forward. And so that's where a woman could like most immediately get plugged in. If you're like, I don't feel like going through the steps of finding groups. I just want that one place and get all my things in the one place. Um, then the friend forward membership might be a really good option.
0: Yeah. Somebody actually commented when I asked um, what holds you back from making friendships. And someone said, because there's nothing to do with them. Like she was like, it's unlike guys where they can go have poker night or go golfing or things like that. And it's so true because Chad will be like, what'd you do with your friends? Did you like watch a movie? I'm like, no, we literally sat there with a glass of wine. Like, just like a guy would never do that. Right. But sometimes like, I want more than that. Right. I want to like, do something with this person, but like, I'm not into golfing. I'm not into like, you know, poker, but offering things like that, that like, I love that. I, I know you're talking about the yoga and I, I, I looked up the, um, spice and spirit, spirit and spice, yes. uh, I'm getting those wrong. But anyways, the mixologist so cool and so unique and like something that we would all love to experience with other people and grow in that. So I think it's so brilliant and I, I just awesome. So yeah, for, at friend forward on Instagram and then your podcast friend forward, correct? Yeah. Awesome.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, so it's, it's just, we're here. There's tons of free resources, but, um, I'm just excited because, you know, I had somebody say to me recently, um, whoa, your TikTok went viral, you know, cause on, uh, TikTok, my handle is the friendship expert. And so like your friendship, your, your TikTok went viral. How does that feel? And it was like, it was cool. Of course that's thrilling to be like, wait, what? Almost 3 million views. Like that's insane. But then it was like, you know, I read those comments and I was like, Whoa. And my heart just kind of like dropped because you see so many women commenting like, man, I don't even have friends or man, I I'm still getting over a friendship breakup. Like what? And so, you know, all the, the cool, you know, the podcast interviews and the tick tocks is fun. Um, but at the heart of it, just to be having this conversation more openly about friendships is an honor or for women to, you know, send a message like, okay, what are your thoughts on this? That's what it's really about. And so, um, if any women are listening and you're like, man, I have this very detailed friendship question. I've probably heard it before. Like I would look, I love to help it, which I'm sure you get with sleep, like with <laughs> yeah. sleeping, you're like, okay, this is probably really unique to me. Yes. And just, oh, Everybody thinks that. they're
0: a unicorn. They're like, Listen to me. I've never, like, you've never heard this before. I'm like, I have heard this before, you know? So it's the same thing. Everybody thinks they're unique. They, th- they they think they can't make friends. They think their kid can't sleep. But like, I'm so sorry, that's not true. Like you are not a unicorn, you are a person. <laughs>
1: And, and yeah, and those listening should find comfort in that. Like, okay, great. That means she's equipped to help me with this thing. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's been a, a fun ride. And, and I thank you for, you know, having me here to have this conversation about friendship at the intersection of motherhood. Because while a lot of the tips and stuff are, are the same across the board, there's some specific stuff for us mamas that's a little different and speaks to our heart a little uniquely. And so I'm glad to be here and have this conversation with, with you and with you and your listeners.
0: Well, I sometimes say I hope you enjoyed that, but... Um... I know you enjoyed that. I know this was an episode that we all needed to be reminded of and we all needed to hear. Thank you, Danielle, for joining me today. If you guys can just scroll down, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, just scroll down. I would love for you to leave a review. Tell me what you're enjoying about this podcast. This has been such a labor of love and fun over the past three years. We're looking forward to celebrating our third year of the podcast just next month. I am so honored you're here with me every single week. Sweet dreams. See you next time.